Uh, I should have saved the fart for the recording. There's still time. I believe that you can muster up a fart in the next 45 minutes to an hour. I think this is the first thing. What'd you, what'd Since you recording just started? This is a great way to start the podcast. What, what did you eat before we started recording? Noodles and company. Okay. I've never ate there. I don't know their flatulence uh, distribution system. So I mean, it's, it's not very high. Okay. Well, anyways, this is the effects loop or welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Ian. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community and farts. Um, and movies, apparently. Starting over. God, cut. Put, leave it on the top of should, should I talk about mm-hmm. farts again? Uh, of course. I'm going to keep this. I need to. Alright, well, right, we're not starting over. We're going to keep moving forward because I'm guessing the music's already played through this entire conversation. I'm sorry, this episode, guys. I'm new here. <laughs> this episode's not brought to you by Ian. It's actually brought to you by Big Ear Pedals and listeners, unlike Ian, who give us money, our patrons. Our Patreon supporters. If you want to join the few, the proud, I don't know about proud, but the few, um, you can join our Patreon group. Uh, go to patreon.com slash the effects loop. You can go on there. You can give us a whole bunch of money. There's also other levels down there that apparently uh, you can't see, um, as someone has told me. But if you want to join our chat room, uh, which is our little texting group where we discuss stupid stuff, uh, five bucks a month. We're pretty cheap. I feel like Ian could actually afford to do that. This don't a, don't be like me. Don't be like me. <laughs> yeah, wait, blow um, your money on random guys on the internet. It's like OnlyFans, just more awkward and more clothing. It's a lot sadder. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of, 100%. That's, that, oh that, that was very close to you saying just blow random guys on the internet. Whoa, 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 whoa. We do that at NAM, sir. Okay? Calm down. Anywho, yeah, we're gonna f- get this. We're gonna get this a little bit more family friendly <laughs> here soon. Um, well, does did anyone? All right, so Christmas has come and gone. Um, ha, did anyone get something awesome for Christmas? Dang, that was really. Quiet. I uh, I got myself <laughs> a new pedal that I'm really excited to try out. What's that? Um, I got the Nordland ODRC. It's based on the Nobles ODR One. Um, the guy who originally designed the circuit basically kind of redesigned it for himself like it's it's the same circuit with better components and three additional uh features it's an overdrive puddle and uh yeah i'm super pumped to try it out might plug it in later might who knows yeah trying to think what i got for christmas i got uh oh i got some cool little pop funko things my kids every year get me a ronald mcdonald funko because i work at burger king that's funny um so and I, put them up at work. I feel the like best, the burger king one would actually be pretty cool because like but they don't have one uh that's that's a lost opportunity yeah. well <laughs> maybe maybe they've got a deal with mcdonald's and they can't do one i don't know hmm. but um yeah no they got me uh a ronald mcdonald playing a guitar Ooh. so that that was pretty cool that's but yeah every, i I put them up at work and it really confuses people. It's like, why do you have McDonald's stuff here? And I'm like, my kids say that we can use it as like, like go, we're going to kill McDonald's. I don't know. And then I also got some office stuff, uh, a Dwight notepad and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. My kids did get this year. You know what that, uh, your McDonald's Funko pop thing reminds me of is a, a, a friend of mine's mom worked for 
Pepsi for a number of years and she prefers Coke. And so like her boss gave her shit all the time for having a Coke on her desk. And so her boss ended up for Christmas when you're giving her a Pepsi glass so that at least if she was pouring Coke into it, it looked like she oh was drinking gosh. Pepsi at work. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, if I work for Pepsi, I, I'm a, I prefer Coke products. Yeah. Um, so do we yeah. Except for except for Mountain Dew, like I'm sorry, I don't care what you guys say. Uh, freaking, what is the mellow Coke yellow or whatever? Oh yeah, I sell it and I don't even remember. Like it doesn't matter. It's not the same. Not even close. Yeah, that's true. If, Wait, does Burger King have Pepsi products? Coke. Hmm. Hmm. Which is great because every company I ever worked for was a Pepsi product company, pretty yeah. much. And like, I can't stand Pepsi. Yeah, I mean, like, I can if I have to, and every once in a while, I'm in a mood where I like specifically want Pepsi, but for the most part, it's Coke. Okay, but sure. Wild Cherry Pepsi is better than Cherry Coke. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, I, I will fight that. you. On They're that both one. terrible. So whatever. No, Cherry Coke is good. You know what, Scott? Go sit in the corner and let us fight this out like adults. I kind of am sitting in the corner already. Okay. Yeah. So we'll think All right. About what so uh, this week, um, oh, Scott, did you get anything new? Anything? Sorry. I so I only got one Christmas gift this year. Believe it or not. So like my family doesn't really we like we all take a household and we get gifts. So my, mm-hmm. my parents had me this year. My mom got me a backpack from Igloo. So it's like insulated. Oh, that's cool. So it's a cooler that's a backpack. And she accidentally bought a two pack. So I'm unwrapping it and I'm like, oh, my mom <laughs> bought me two cooler backpacks. Well, there you go. <laughs> so now oh I, my, you I are ready extra. for a picnic. Yeah. Did you ever see the uh do you ever watch Burt Kreischer? stand up uh yeah he's a guy who doesn't wear a shirt yeah okay did you see oh, the one about wait the, the like the machine guy that guy yeah 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 Bert okay. I, yeah. i've seen him a little bit he did a, he did a skit on buying christmas presents his wife said she wanted pajamas and he's like i heard she wants pajamas but what she really wanted was pajamas and uh, mm. he got her seven pairs of pajamas all wrapped individually <laughs> and oh, like geez. so she just kept opening them throughout the night going oh more pajamas <laughs> and his dad was apparently just like <laughs> cackling like laughing no, no. He, said, he said he said that he, she opened the first pair of pajamas and was like oh pajamas and just put them off to the side mm-hmm. and and he realized what he did and he started counting how many gifts were left and his dad apparently saw him like kind of freaking out he goes he looks at him looks at me looks at him he goes oh dude you fucked up <laughs> like uh-huh yeah Woof. That don't buy anyone's multiple pairs of pajamas unless they really want pajamas. And that's not a Christmas gift kind of thing. You can do one pair of pajamas. Flannel go, pajamas uh-huh, are. See, I heard you. I heard you say you wanted pajamas, but now here's the thing that you really flannel. Want. Flannel pajamas are a Christmas present. Yeah, you can do one pair. Yeah, other I, than I that. used to get mine. My grandma would get us one like all the time, every year. <laughs> I ended up. I don't know if you saw this. So I I got COVID. Around the holidays, unfortunately, and I had to uh, miss my family's Christmas, and uh, I wouldn't well, wish that on anybody. You. And I'm really glad that I didn't spread it to anybody else and ruin their Christmas. But uh, I'm also kind of lucky. It's like a weird kind of bittersweet kind of thing that I was not alone in this. I actually caught it at the same time as some friends of mine. And so while I'm not glad that they got COVID, I'm glad that I wasn't alone. And we actually all got to spend Christmas together. And so I sort of was brought into their family who was all exposed and all that kind of stuff. And they had this tradition of getting matching PJs every year for Christmas. And somebody had an extra like pair of women's PJs oh my and gosh. gave it to me. And yes. so we were all like matching like 
That was that was a, it was cute. Dude, you could have totally left out the fact yeah, that there I left out that it was women's. <laughs> but I'm securing I mean, my masculinity, and <laughs> it doesn't bother it's, me. It's not I was securing your masculinity, included, Scott. I just had a <laughs> mental image of Ian standing up, doing the leg thing where you turn your hips ever so to the side, with like your belly barely showing, just a little navel drift, and just being really happy to be there. It's scary how accurate that really was. And now also all of your listeners have that same image. Well, if they know what you look Merry like. Merry Christmas, thank, everyone. Thank, thank Happy goodness New Year. no one who listens to this other than like me and Diaz know what you look like. Well. Well, and whoever was at the Summer Nam house this past year. I'm beautiful. You're beautiful. All right. Um, Some James so there's not, there's not there's not a whole lot of gear news. No. Um, so there there was one thing. I don't think we talked about this. Did you talk about the uh, PRS? Yep. Thing? Oh, we talked about it as soon as they like teased it. Good. Um, so TC Electronics reissued its first pedal, the Stereo um, Course Flanger. TC Electronic. Didn't they already? Oh my heavens! That's a hard All C. Right. Bedario. Okay. Um, that that company over there. Didn't they already release? Uh, what was another? What wasn't there another company that? Did this? I don't know if it was TC Electronic or was it? Um, so Walrus put out it, the Juliana this year, which was the their version of their like a stereo version course. But right, I mean, that's just no, no. I'm talking about like uh, there was another company that reissued like the, one of their first pedals, and it was a chorus, um, or it was an early pedal. It was I think I like imagine like a kind of light blue kind of pink print on a black. Yeah, I think you know, like the uh, Boss Wazacraft stuff. Are you? No, um, it's gonna bug me. <sighs> I do not recall. I can't remember. I'm gonna look up uh, David Gilmore's board, and uh, that'll help me. Ah, uh, because I, I remember it was a pedal that David Gilmore used a lot. You guys can keep talking, but didn't uh, he, yeah, no, I just did he use an Arion stereo course? No, that wasn't it. Um, what's the chorus plus? Is that it? Who does the chorus plus? I don't know. Isn't isn't there a pedal called the chorus plus? That naming system seems like MXR. Yeah, no. that's true. It sounds like it would be an but MXR. But I have it's no not. recollection of this. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No, oh, well, we're looking at the chorus plus. It was something. I'm stupid. Uh, what is it though? It's something. Um, it's another plus pedal. I think. Mm. All right. I'm. This episode is just Diaz getting really confused. The reissue stuff, though, is is really. I'm kind of appreciating it. That's that's. I mean, that's. You know, I told you about the ODRC that I picked up. It's based off the Nobles ODR one. The only reason that I was even looking into that pedal in the first place is because Nobles re-released the uh, ODR one as a mini. This was it. This year, no. they did that, or was it last year? It's been out for a while because it was it was just uh, the stupid deal of the day. Like two weeks ago. Oh, that's true. Okay, so it's been out for a while, but uh, I think it's a smart thing in general that that companies are doing this anyway. I, like, if, if there's enough demand, <clears throat> totally. I mean, that's yeah. Well, it, and it and allows it, the original manufacturers up, yeah. to continue making money off of their designs instead of you know the resale price is just going up and up, and you know the guys who design the things don't even get a cut of it. But it's also nice because like with newer components and all that kind of stuff, like. We're seeing more care put into certain things, and the mini went like the uh, when MXR took Paul, Cro Paul Cochran's Timmy design and was able to make a mini version of it. That's sick. Like, you know, I think I think it's really cool. And 
especially with I know Josh Scott is doing a lot of great legwork in, in like drawing attention to good circuits and all that kind of stuff. But like, if it weren't for some of these brands continuing to draw attention to older circuits that sort of fell by the wayside, like we as as guitarists are very, um, I think attracted to the new, like whatever shiny and new, and you know. Whatever being hyped on YouTube this week. Yeah, exactly. Like we're hype beasts in our own ways, and you know we can forget about a lot of these great circuits. Hmm. In the name of like, I don't know. Didn't it come out like years ago that like the Vemarum Jan Ray is just like a Timmy clone, basically? And it's like, how many people paid four hundred dollars for this fancy ass bronze enclosure when they could have been playing the Timmy the whole time? I mean. Then, okay. then came out with a tube screamer that people paid four hundred dollars for. So yeah, all right. So they've done this before. True. This pedal, yeah. So the original one has a purple box on the left hand side underneath the stereo chorus plus pitch. It's on the left hand side. I'll send. So we've talked about it before, and that's why I'm slightly confused. I was slightly confused, but they <laughs> they're the exact same except for different color font. And it has a purple little box on the left-hand side. Okay. All right. So has TC Electronic come out with the original new pedal in the last three years? You're going to have to answer that because I don't What really... about the, um, I mean, I know the Sky Surfer, all that stuff was apparently just Behringer stuff. But yep. still, was it, but were all of them definitely Behringer stuff or were any of them new-ish, like, designs? Eh, I don't really know. I I mean it. It's I just, just it's just sad because like TC Electronic like five six years ago, ten years to five six years ago, we're on such this upswing to become the new boss. And it just doesn't. It just right. feels like they've just fallen off. Well, they. Well, I, the, the big <laughs> the biggest thing with that company right now is is it feels like they're slight they're always slightly behind um that's look at the the plethora like it's yeah, that great came out like three years too late right and that's a big thing also what's one of the big issues that everyone has um with so like the triple delay the any any of their big delay pedals the flashbacks um they don't have midi in they don't have any sort of midi or any sort of banks they've got a few presets on the front but they're huge they're they take up a lot of space and then you've got the smaller pedals okay well you're you don't have tap delay really you've got strum i think they might have fixed that with the second one and you can tap it but it's still you have to go into the mode tap it get out of the mode and like it, it it's a lot of their stuff is not super user friendly in the sense of it's not giving a large audience what they want it's i mean there's some people that love those pedals and that's great but i mean if you don't mind i'm really agreeing with a a lot of what you're saying to be honest i think like my my problem with tc electronic is is their their own branding i wouldn't have even been very aware of the brand at all um had it not been for youtube given that like you know, most really? of the most of the guitar playing that I do is like praise and worship stuff, right? And right. so I'm not looking to TC Electronic for overdrives. 
And I'm you know what? To them for, the, the, for the modulation, the, Nova the delays, series the, the was reverbs. really popular in the prison worship world. Yeah, like a few years no, ago, though. Well, that's and, true, but that's, that's still the thing hit that after. Sucks. I mean, I was in the, I had the Strymon duo at that point. Like, I wasn't well, going to go back to the, 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 the Nova stuff. So the Nova stuff's yeah. like ten years ago. Right. So, but the thing is, though, you had the the freaking oh, ability to do this then. stuff. Imagine if they would have morphed some of the Nova stuff into the new sounds. In, I mean, style. But I don't think that anybody aesthetics. is questioning how good these pedals sound. TC Electronic pedals sound fantastic, no, no, but they see, kind of are, have limited themselves. They're caught in between the, like you're saying, they're like, they don't have many. Uh, they have a lot of features in them. They've got the tone print stuff and all that kind of stuff. They're, oh, it's look cool at the technology that they're putting into it, but how usable is it for the players that like me that need MIDI that need, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, the mash feature is fantastic, but the problem is, is I would rather it be a second control instead of also my on off switch. Yeah. Well, and for me, like if you put MIDI on it and have the tone print functions and all that kind of stuff, that's, that's perfect. That's the best so, of both worlds, you know? So, and, and that's the thing too. Cause like, um, I don't like stand on my pedals, but like if I've got a part coming up and I know I need to switch this pedal on or off, if I know if the pedal is normally closed, normally open or whatever, like if, if it's going to, mm -hmm. oh, if it's going to turn on with the release or something, I, I might, there's a lot of times I'll have my foot down. Oh yeah. And you like preload it. I yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. And then I lift my foot up when I'm ready to go. Or, I mean, but the thing is, it's like, there's just, I feel like they're always just slightly off the mark. Ever so slightly, ever so gently. Yeah, it's they just it, they seem to have caught themselves between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, well, they're they're like they're known as a relatively affordable brand with fantastic sounding pedals. So, but as if soon I, as you get stuck with the relatively affordable label, there's a certain demographic of us players that are just not going to look back at them anymore. All right, listen. So here's the, the deal. Femorum players are not going to be looking for TC Electronic for anything that, you know, like. Here's the deal. So I want to find out where The Rock lives. I want someone to move in two doors down from him and call it the hard place. And I'm going to move in between you and I will live between The Rock and a hard place. So the new Matrix movie. Yeah, it's. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. So that was so much set up for a terrible dad joke. Right. Hey, I'm I'm here for you. Though. But it, but it, but but it, it it was good though. Um, all right. So we've all watched the new Matrix movie, correct? All three of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And here's 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 the disclaimer: if you have not seen it and you want to watch it on your own, come back and listen tomorrow. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um. Tune away so now. This, so starting now. It's game on. So if you want to be completely disappointed, go watch it on your own and then come back. All right, now that that's cleared, can you believe hey. that they got the Green Goblin back for this? Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> completely disappointed. Hold on. Let's. Oh, no, no, no. This was, I'm talking, listen, this was like having sex with Diaz. Just total, utter disappointment from beginning <laughs> to end. <laughs> I like it. It, it, it fell Diaz, short. Diaz, let's be honest. It was way, way longer. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, this you know what? I this could have been done in the first five minutes. <laughs> I have, <laughs> All I right. Have, I think so, yeah, it took way longer than that for anybody to figure out what was even going on. 
but uh, um, so I have a lot of mixed feelings the, about it. Okay, all right. Let's, I don't well, want to preload anybody's expectations. We have no structure for this discussion though. here, and we're just going to talk all over each other, aren't we? Yeah. Let's okay. Just, what let's, else let's, is new, Scott? Yeah. Least, Scott hit me. Oh, do you want to talk now? He's oh. within reach. He's within reach, so I can at least hit him. I know. Scott hit um, me. Smack the fart out of him. <laughs> All right, let's start with ratings around the table. One out of ten. You're allowed. Fractions. Out of ten. Yep. Out of ten with fractions. Yep. Two point three. I know that's not a fraction. I don't care. That's a decimal. I, I put it around a five. You're a lot more generous than I am. Yep. I'm going Siskel and Ebert on this bitch. I'm I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at a six for now. I wanna see it again. Mm. I have a lot of mixed feelings. Mm. But no. here's here's what I'm gonna say from the start. With Star Wars, the reboot and all that kind of stuff, Disney was free to make the choice to just do fan service. They had that option and they used it with matrix the thing about the originals and i rewatched all of them before watching this movie so did i the originals were metaphor just as much as they were fun action film it was a commentary just as much as it was a fun movie to watch that being said if those had never been made and somebody set out to make a matrix a commentary on you know a lot of it is social, political, religious even. Um, and someone set out to make that movie today. I think it nailed it. Mm-mm. I don't think this movie necessarily... Negative negative Ghost Rider. I, I, well, I, I'm just saying, so with with all the thought that was put into the original movies, they didn't have the freedom to just do fan service with this movie. They had a lot... Like a part of its DNA. What are you talking as, about? As a no. franchise, are is you that commentary? High? It's that it's the level this, of metaphor, the level of symbolism that's included no, 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 in that this, movie that they this. needed to maintain in this. And given that a lot has happened culturally between the originals and now, there's a lot of new things to say. So all, right, first, all the meta first of all, stuff that they had, the fact that the right. Matrix was very different, that um, he was in therapy and they were aware of different social issues in this new Matrix. Really, I think stays true to the DNA of the Matrix. Now, could they have done it differently? Could they they have done it in you know better and in ways that were more fun for us to watch? Maybe, but without watching that movie again, it's hard for me to say. Okay, I really the story on my the storyline on this fucking sucked. It's horrible. Oh, oh, it's a hundred years later. He's been they went back into the Matrix. They came out of the Matrix. No, that's it. Did this storyline could have not existed and it been just perfectly fine? So I don't feel like this story. I agree with this, that. This this story was not organically grown. This story, first of all, so it's only one of the Wachowskis, right? Yeah. Was that so? Um, it was Lana, right? Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like. <sighs> I feel like this this movie tried I feel like this movie almost tried tried to give fans what they wanted but there's no way they could have done it and here's the deal I don't know what happened with Morpheus and all this stuff with Lawrence Fishburne 
and why we had to have a new Morpheus. And I understand it's because it's the new Matrix. I feel like I feel like what happened was they're like Lawrence Fishburne. You want to do another Matrix? He's like, no, I'm too old for this shit. I don't he was do it not anymore. contacted. He wasn't. Nope. Well, they probably. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to pay him. I don't know. But like, I here's the deal. This. Well, I know that when they originally finished the original three, they there was not. It wasn't even on the table that they would make another one. Right, and they they really didn't need to. This movie they really was, didn't need to make the other the, the second or the third one either. Right. Well, I'm glad that they did personally. Yeah. Okay. I like those movies. Even they weren't horrible. I I enjoyed two, but I mean they just got progressively worse. So I and honestly, two and three should have been one movie. Okay. It was technically. Yeah, yeah. they kind of split up. Honestly, uh, what was the uh, what was the video game? Enter Revelation, the huh? Enter the Matrix. Yeah, Enter the Matrix. That had a better freaking storyline than this movie. Like there was, they. My thing with this story was that it felt like there were some really good pieces that they could have done something really, really interesting with, and then it just kind of meanders into a Hollywood movie. The whole thing was. Was like okay, like it felt so, like it was sabotage. Like so, there's all these winks and nods in the in the first yeah. half of the movie, where they're trying to do all this allegory stuff with the video game. The stuff. first half was really well done. Uh, uh, I won't even I go think that it far. Was really okay, I, well you, done. that was the know, first dropped opportunity because I thought this was going to be a whole movie about gaslighting. That whole that, that whole dynamic of he doesn't trust his reality and he's confused and all this kind of stuff, but then they just go. Eh, now we're done with it. Well, there's like that's that's well, when yes, I felt like the movie that's was sort done. Of exactly for me. the point. I think what what the beginning was showing was how much active work it took to keep an awakened mind in the sleep state that he was. But in, we don't right? fucking care. It was, but they didn't but do the anything thing is, with is, it afterwards. Is once yeah. that click happens, just like in the first one, once the click happens, there's no going back from it. So yes, it took. A, there was a long buildup. In the beginning, yeah, it, with a lot of confusing matter. things happening, no one but as soon no as he one... wakes up, he's awake, and the movie has to take on from there. You know, okay, so that that's so that I don't movie, have a problem with. The movie could have ended and been done, and if as soon as we realized that okay, Neo and Trinity were put back into the Matrix, like that's when the movie was was just kaput for me. It's like okay, I'm so sick well, you and wouldn't tired. Have had a movie if if they weren't still back. There in the you Matrix. go. All right, perfect answer. We shouldn't have had a movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the or, whole thing is, or it shouldn't have been as Neo and Trinity centric as it was. No, no, like what let, they should have done. The, let the what, what her name Bugs. I don't know. I can't remember what her act, yeah. the actress was. Yeah, she actually have really her... could have carried that movie. Like she yes. had, the, she had the personality and the charisma Neo... on stage, and they they did stunts with her that were really well, fun. Okay, but Neo so understand too... though that no, the Neo didn't need to be the main character. What, he did not need. Okay, to Okay, but character. understand the reason that he was the main character. Was because the what's the Zion, the city of Zion still looks for him as a, as a savior. That's the only reason okay. that they're going back after him. It's these rogue characters. Well, because he's know, the key that are to going the back because okay. they know that he too. was the key. So right, it's, but it's he that, doesn't. It's need... Zion putting him as the main character, but, not but the he Matrix. I know, but the the whole I O. We're not Zion talking about the was... Matrix. 
okay we're, we're we're not talking about we're talking about the writers of the movie made him the main character you can't sit there okay th- this story that we've <laughs> unfolded through this they had to write it's not like any of this was laid out in previous movies and they had to follow this storyline so we can't be mad at anyone except for whoever well wrote no the it continues movie. the symbolism okay so if neo is a savior Right, so th- there's a lot. Uh, he of, I think there's a lot of. If you want to do symbolism? He could have symbolism just, in, yeah, in the no, original trilogy. That's a very Old Testament kind of mentality, right? In this new one, we finish the movies by both of the characters having the abilities that Neo was the only one to have in the original Matrix. Because of the way the Matrix was structured, he was the only one that could break the rules. Now in this new Matrix, no, 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 this no. is he like post-Jesus he... era Christianity okay. where everybody has access to it, but it took somebody showing them that they have access to that for them to realize it. They were still looking at him as the savior, but by okay, the yeah. end of the movie, what we see, hey, actually, you anybody... All right, all right, all right, listen. Okay, Ian, Nobody. I get what you're going for, but it's bullshit. <laughs> all right, listen. <laughs> Well, Here's it's not deal. bullshit okay, if you understand is. all the symbolism it's. that was intentionally put into the originals. Okay, all right, listen. Okay, stop talking to me like you were like seven <laughs> when these movies fucking came out. Okay, here's the deal. Yes. You're like four years older than him, Diaz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Idiot. I was also, fucking I've 11 then. I have seen them recently. Like, <laughs> okay. You're right. I, I, I haven't I, seen I, these movies okay. since I was seven. Ian, 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 Ian. Let's... let's look. <laughs> All right, so you want to talk about symbolism? Yeah. I want you to tell me after Jesus died and rose from the dead when he came back and stopped fucking bullets. So listen, here's the deal. Jesus didn't show the people. Oh, no one's allowed to, to use this uh, to influence any other piece of pop culture ever again. Okay. Apparently. Uh, it's just not realistic. The uh, whole thing he's not is. Jesus. Didn't, didn't, didn't Neo technically die in the first one? Yeah. For like He's a died to, uh, yeah. yeah. He, he coded yeah. in the first one, yeah. and then like Trinity yes. rose him. When there was one, yeah. there was some level of of that Christ-like symbolism still in the original okay. three. Yeah. I understand, but the whole thing is, is nothing in this. Like you've got this whole story. It Neo didn't need to be the main character. No, he actually, they, they, they lost a cool opportunity, which could have just been. They could have transferred. It could have been, his, yeah, could it have could shifted have been Ke- the power. It could have been Keanu in the real world in a different avatar in the in the Matrix or whatever too. It could have been an opportunity to hand it off to a new actor. They and that's yeah, what they, they should have done. done that. But they should have done that. Well, but they still would have needed to explain how Neo would have gotten back or was still alive. They he needed didn't. an explanation. Oh, they, they for already that. explained that in the old movies that Neo has been reincarnated multiple times. No, but uh, the the third Just movie like ends. With him talking to that big face. Yep. And then he basically passes out. For yep. all intents and purposes, until there was another movie made, he died right then. Like his his real life body died. Yeah. But there, so the they other still needed ones have an died. explanation for him coming back. So yes, they missed He an didn't need to come back. He really didn't need to come he, back. He could've they just could've been done it could have just been the next the one. He could have he could have easily he could have been easily just living in the matrix his spirit and that would have been probably more symbolic as a holy spirit than having him come back again and, and go back and come back well, and so back. well simultaneously maybe, then, there's a new smith he, he's more i mean neo's Morpheus. closer in this neo's kind of closer to, to the groundhog 
than he is to Jesus if we're talking about like symbolism because the whole thing like he didn't need he didn't need to come back he could have been in the matrix that's fine that would I would have accepted that if they'd well, been why, like okay why, okay so let's talk about then the matrix for a second because what needed to have happened or what happened at the end of the third matrix movie was neo chose to fuck with the system he was given two options to break the matrix that's what the architect understood would happen if he stayed in it, which is the choice that he made. Or which is also to leave it and save movies. it and let it and let it like reboot, right? They they would wipe it out and they would recreate it just like they had before, and the same thing would have happened. Another Neo would have been created to to, to balance out the system, right? The Oracle still would have done her thing. Neo made a choice that no one had made in the prior versions of the Matrix at the end of three to stay in it and try and fix it and all hell would have broken loose and we see that he fixed things sort of and then kind of died and that's where we're left at the end of episode three now we need to either explain how the matrix is still going with neo in it or we need to have let him die but still explain how the matrix is still going. Because he died this movie and then chose, stayed in the, in the, but his spirit stayed in the matrix and saved wait, the matrix. Okay, but you, so the whole thing about the old matrix, right, was that it was designed to work under certain parameters. Neo balances out the anomalies that happened. But for the most part, the matrix was designed to kind of almost be this flawless system. Okay, they, right, I hear they you. kept some imperfections in it because they needed to be there in order for the humans to basically not question what's going on all the time. All right, all right, Ian, Ian, here's the deal, really but, quick. Yeah. So <laughs> if we're going to talk about philosophy and theology and all this stuff, the basic which story, we have to if we're talking okay, about the Matrix. The basic story, the basic story of the Matrix is it it's a computer you've got viruses you've got antivirus or you got antiviruses you've got hard drives you it, it is literally the the entire structure of the story of the matrix is based on the way a computer works from beginning to end Easily. yes and no but that's exactly 100%. the problem it's, not, it's actually not, about the internet but continue no it's not even you want, this is what it's about it's about I'm the, about the matrix is created as a fantasy realm to keep no, humans no, 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 no. trapped inside so that the robots no, shit, can continue Sherlock. to use them that's as batteries. That's not what we're talking about. The, I'm talking about the movie. That's what the Matrix Every, is. Everything in the movie of the Matrix is an allegory is about the internet. Allegory about the internet. and it, No, it so. uses it uses influences from everywhere. So the first movie had a bunch of Christianity symbolism in it that was misused. And then the second and the third one started all these other kind of misusing those it's like it all of it is like someone read the wikipedia page for whatever type of philosophy or yeah. whatever it is and well it's, a, most, it's one big plato's and, cave basically with yes. a lot of other symbolism tossed in yeah and and every single every single teenage guy went oh cool this is cool uh, look mm -hmm. at this deep thoughts i'm so deep. time now that i've seen a ounce of philosophy for the first time and none of us went any deeper so we think the matrix is like perfectly explaining what it is that's the average fan of the matrix and then there's the i'm going to make youtube think piece nerds and then there's the nerds who watch them and then think they fully understand philosophy all of it is unnecessary because really why the first Matrix was good and the other ones weren't was because it was an innovative action movie that had just enough character and thought about it to make it interesting and unique and not just a totally dumb action movie. 
And then the other movies became dumb action movies with dumb philosophy shoved down your throat. And that's why the second and the third one weren't that good. And that's the end of the episode. I see what you're saying. There's, there's merit they, to they it. Put, they put the philosophy the ahead of the innovation. The reason the first one worked so cool was the amazing use of practical effects. Yes, that's yes. true. That's very true. It's groundbreaking and, and a, a lot, lot of, of stuff that they were showing. Yeah. all I mean, the, the bullet time was just... Which is still sort of a practical effect. Right. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm saying it was it was so gr groundbreaking at the time. Like, yeah. And unfortunately, everyone copied it and became really trite yes. really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I I see the thing. I still think that two and three are really great movies. The thing is, is it could have just been one movie by itself. The architect scene at the end of three explains everything that needed to be explained. In the two architect and three. scene was in two. Oh, it wasn't two. And it was the worst scene in the entire series. Uh, it, was it was the, the most pivotal scene. It was the most Wachowski's moment. They every single movie they've made since the first Matrix movie has had this narration dump where they, it's, they just it's they sort just, of like the midi chlorian scene in episode one. But without it's worse. It, it's worse. But without it, you don't get to keep telling that story, I don't think. Yes, you do. You you just stay no, vague. They, they could, laid the entire scene out and it's always somebody trying to talk like they're smarter than they really are. And so it's a ton of big words and all this kind of just well, let me ask dumb you this. stuff. V if, for Vendetta, that's exactly when I turned off V for Vendetta the first time oh was God, when he did that moment. That's such a good movie, no. Yeah, this is why, you're, this is why your feelings are invalid, Ian. Um, <laughs> well, I have a simple question, though, which is if they were to make, and I know that you don't want them to and you both think that this movie sucked, but if they were to make a sequel to this movie, what questions would you want it to answer? Because it left a lot on the table. So if they wanted to take another stab at a movie after the first one, they needed to start explaining some shit. But they over-explained everything movie, in the first yeah. two. It, this is why I said, like, they started with some interesting concepts of this entire, all right, so we put people back in, we changed the rules, and now we gaslight them and gaslight them and gaslight them. And this right. is how we control through the, yeah. the series of gaslighting. It's not a blanket simulation. It's this whole... No, your feelings are invalid. All this kind of thing. I think that would yeah. be a really important well, way to look at this analogy of this whole, the internet of what the internet was in the 2000s, where it was this new freedom. Everyone could create their own avatar and be this whole thing. True. Now we're in 2020, 2021, where we're in this world of constant denial, misinformation, and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They really could have done something a lot deeper with all that than they did. Instead of this like cagey wink and nod, what Warner Brothers sucks kind of kind of thing that they were doing with it. That's true. Well, they could have made a a, a bolder statement about yeah. the current state of things for sure. I don't but I don't what even was think interesting they needed to that do that. They, the the layer that they added to the matrix in that second movie was the layer of iteration being done by the machine world. Mm -hmm. The fact that they could not create a perfect reality for humans because humans are inherently flawed and robots don't understand that. And so there's this iterative process of like, okay, we had the first matrix. There was a Neo that was created to handle the anomalies and eventually the system broke like it was intended to mm -hmm. and they redid it. And that happened multiple times. And then eventually the chaotic element came into play, which was the 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 continuous basically like collaboration between the Oracle and the one 
Okay, but eventually can we just talk- created enough chaos that it broke the system. And so this new movie is another iteration done by the machine world trying to fix their mistakes. And they turn it on its head and they do new things with it. But it mm-hmm. takes even more work for them to keep Neo under the illusion because he's already come out of it once. So they've created this new world. And yeah. so I think it is a really clever thing that they um, chose to try and convince him that he's in this world that he created or that he, you know, that all of his real memories are a game. I think that's actually a really clever stab at this. And so I really like how the first half of this new movie was done. The commentary that they could have made in the second half, I'm with you on and I want to see it again. I think it was just lazy. Well, they, they, they gave it up. They gave it up the minute they woke him up. There was no other dealing well, with it. I think and they that, didn't even have to like turn it on its head that much with Trinity. To, to some degree, though, I think that that's necessary because you can't exactly. It's like it's just like the first one. Once Neil woke up, there's no going back. And so now that he's woken up again, mm-hmm. they're fucked. The machines are fucked and, and all hell has to break loose. That's the whole point of the first half of the movie ticking as long as it did is to show, I think, just how much work it took the machine world to keep Neo under that illusion. Well, and they could have changed the plot then in a different way too, which was the whole, the whole backdrop. They said all the real world stuff they tried to establish in this movie, which mm-hmm. again was long drawn out and real, another really long drawn out like exposition dump. With it was Naomi. very tum- tongue in cheek. Oh, I hated all of the like, Oh, well we got to go back to Zion for an hour yeah. and let's exposition. Dump. By the way, robots are our friends now. We make strawberries. Well, they had to be. They reached an agreement at the end of three. I, I think they could have done more with the whole fact that like, all right, there's an energy crisis and now all the robots are fe- feeling scarcity and now they need to fight each other. Yeah. That was, well, that was that's, an entire that's opportunity. That's some of that stuff that's that still well. very much left on the table. I agree. This this left a ton of things that, on the table. That could have been the second half of like, here's the other conflict is yeah. now we need to rescue Neo in the midst of two warring factions. And then, yes. then they're set up for a future. Well, and one of the conversations I've had with some of the people that I watched it with, too, is that it very much feels like they're setting up another set of sequels that I don't think they're ever going to make. No. I, I, no, I honestly so felt like I don't, it felt I don't like think that it's tanked I, the movie well, intentionally for, yeah. so that there wouldn't be any more. It's just, for, for me, it's like, I, I don't believe at all that it's not worth taking another stab at The Matrix. I, like, I'm glad that they made a movie, mm-hmm. or I'm glad that there was enough there for them to feel that they could because i i think there is a lot to say about that i think with all the symbolism that they did toss into it like they could have gone in any number of directions and it's a very like fruitful world i, I guess i think it's they should have just taken the movie they left a lot on the table they should have just done a soft reboot in tokyo and then slowly folded those characters back in <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is uh exactly what i was telling scott yeah, and uh, then they should have killed off a character and then retconned it so he's actually alive. Fuck it. Rock's coming in next episode. <laughs> next next movie. <laughs> Maybe they do one episode in Rio that's just like the best one somehow. Did you guys, okay, right. did you guys hear about Vin Diesel like emotionally blackmailing The Rock about oh, yeah. Professor? Okay, so I feel like Keanu Reeves should do that to The Rock and be like, hey, dude. So, like, I know you're done with that franchise. What if you uh, come kick some ass in our franchise? Like, 
Yeah, well then Paul it, Walker would want it that way. Like like I mean like something they crazy. They could like, totally Disney it and cross it over with anything if they wanted to. No, but they've created this fake world. They've got an opportunity. If they wanted oh, to no. milk this, they just, totally could. Then but we just I don't get want Space Jam three. I just don't oh want them to. What what if the rock <laughs> is the next Morpheus? Yes, that's what we should have done. I would I I honestly probably would have handled that a lot. I think better. no, see, the rock is too tongue in cheek and charisma y to work in the Matrix. Part of the reason why I loved The Matrix was Hugo Weaving being mm-hmm. over the top serious, but insane. Yeah. Like that's only something like him, William Defoe, like those kind of guys can really pull those, off. It's those a very characters, serious. Those, yeah. those actors that when they get in the character, um, who's, oh gosh, I can't believe I can't remember like, his name right now. Um, Jim Gordon in the new Batman trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking name? of him too. I can't Almost. think of his name. Yeah, Edward, Edward Edward James almost. Yeah. yeah, he. I mean, the guy. I want Christian Bale to play a bad guy more often. He's really good at it. Christian Bale I, could be an agent. Listen, I'm really really ticked off. We did not get a Batwing um, movie from uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, like, and now they, we're rebooting they, with uh, what's his name. Uh, ever uh, yeah uh, Pattinson Patton. Robert Pattinson which yeah, I Robert think Pattinson. he's got a he, chance of doing good at least I think so I don't know Dude, I'm really was, worried don't, about don't, that Ian Ian don't he was talk to me awesome in Tenet because uh, this is nothing against him as an actor I just I have no faith that they're gonna do that character justice I, Batman versus Superman was an shut atrocity the, don't shut listen you you don't speak Ill there the was such high potential the extended for that was Batman. actually pretty good. There but was ben such Affleck high was and phantoms. <laughs> I thought Ben Affleck could have been an amazing Batman, and ben he did Affleck a really great was job amazing. with the character. Listen, hold on. Here's, but the writing the... ruined right, it. And the cut that ruined movie it. sucked. No, the the original cut ruined it. Did you watch the Zack Snyder cut? I watched like half uh, of it. I, uh, oh, it do... got too late, and I haven't gotten back to it. Did you have to get a glass of milk and go to bed? Listen, regardless, I don't care. That means here's the, the thing. Is Ian, he didn't start the movie till 2 a.m. Yeah. All right, so here's the deal. Here's, here, let I, me I, say I, something real quick about movies huge... as a huge Star Wars fan, okay? Now, movies are what they are. I don't give a damn what the fans want after it's made. The movie is what it is. No, sure, we don't canceled. get to ask them to do it differently after it. The fan entitlement that I'm seeing out of Star Wars fans Whoa. fucking pisses me off. Now, that being said, the other side of that coin is true, which is that if they put out a bad movie the first time, then it's a bad movie. I don't care how no. many cuts it takes. They did a bad job with it, and I don't no. trust them Tell to do that a to good Apocalypse job again. Now on Blade Runner, bro. I just don't yeah. trust them to do a good job. <laughs> and I saw the teaser that they did like over a year ago before COVID, before they had to delay filming. Sorry. It gave dude, me a lot of hope. Diaz is talking about seen, Batman and Superman, the extended cut of that, not the Snyder cut. Oh, I, I mentioned Snyder Cut too. Uh, yeah, I thought that. he was talking about the but, Snyder but Cut. Listen, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Even then, all right. So here's the deal. All right. So Batman is when you play Batman, you play two characters. You play Batman, and you play Bruce Wayne. True. They're two different characters. Okay. The, the a good Batman actor can play both well. Yes. Ben Affleck did that. I agree. So so don't fucking talk bad about Batfleck. You know who's the best Batman ever though? Val fucking Kilmer. He was the best as a Batman Ooh. and a Ben Affleck. Hot take, I don't care. 
because every other every other Batman, to be honest. Adam West, not that great as a. I mean, he he did a really great Batman. Well, he was a campy his Batman. Bruce, you know, he did a great Batman. His Bruce Wayne wasn't that great. Um, and then uh, what's a curly headed guy? Why can't my my brain not work? Keaton. Yeah, thank you. He he did a a great Batman. Bruce Wayne, not so great. Val Kilmer, great all the way around. George Clooney, great Bruce Wayne, horrible Batman. Put the nipples away. All right. Um, no, I'm just yeah. Kill well, the the, the, no, I. Why I'm so disappointed in Batman versus Superman is because I thought they did a really great job setting Ben Affleck up for success in that role. He nailed it. He nailed the character. The writing he was, was a he was shit too, show. He was too old to pull off. Batman and then set him up for an entire franchise of like a Batman movies or anything like that. But he worked. But that doesn't old mean they, they, that they get but, to just that, shit all though. over him in the he writing did. booth. That story was so fucked. No, no, we're brutal no. enemies. Oh, oh no! I found out that your mom has the same name as my aunt. Okay, so you're and that's so one little now thing. we're best friends. That's, that's one. Fucked. That was one small scene. It was and it, the and it, scene, and it's not that they became best friends. It's that he that was he recognized humanity, scene, and it was he recognized humanity, and 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 by having by by connecting that and realizing to stop being a dick. <laughs> Could the writing have been a little better? Yeah, it could have been a lot. Could Jesse better. Eisenberg be cut from the movie? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> talk Horrible. about like, talk about pivotal moments. I think in this new Matrix movie, that quick turnaround between like the the build up, build up, build up, all of a sudden to like everything falling apart and they're having to jump and you know change the story. Like we're talking about, I think is completely justified from a writing standpoint in the context of this Matrix movie. That is not justified in any way by fucking superheroes. They're the good guys. Cool it off. Why are you putting that much rage in a good guy character and then not explaining it away? Yeah. That wait, is wait. not a good oh, enough team. is staring me have down you, so intensely no, no. right now wait, wait. that who I you, think who you need to call referring, the cops. Who are you referring to as like the superhero with the rage? When, are you talking both, both of, of them? them? Okay. They're... They, not to mention the first four minutes of the Batman movie is, was a Batman is not a Batman is not really a superhero. Dude, I don't even know what movie you're talking about He's, at this point. Are we talking is, about the Matrix still no, now? This is or Batman versus Batman, Superman. Batman oh. versus Superman. Right, I so wanted listen. that character to be good. He was a good Batman, man. It, it, the rest was, of the writing of that movie made yeah, it Yeah, but you were, you were like throwing shade at him earlier. He just no, I don't, I don't the mean fucking to, respect. The, the throw shade at Ben Affleck the problem at all with those or movies, Batman. problems with those movies is the same reason why the extended cuts are actually pretty decent. Zack Snyder can't tell a story concisely. Boom. Because he wants these long, elaborate, like epic man moments. And like every movie is like that. He needs his slow-mo and he needs all these like I'm epic kind of stuff. And the right. studio cut him down because he couldn't contain those stories to a reasonable point. Like the Snyder cut actually is a better story. One, because he got to retcon some stuff in his reshoots and whatnot. But the other part is it's what, four hours long? Yeah, it's great. But it's unreasonably long. Okay, yeah. So what we need to do is uh, Netflix needs to hire Zack Snyder and just do it in ten episodes instead of one long ass movie. No, the, 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 this is how we are going to have like ten. Ar, ar, all the Zack Snyder isn't the, the only movies. problem, though. That's the thing is, is this is a pattern that I've been seeing out of DC as a whole, and so that's why I have no faith that this the, new the Batman is, is going to be good. I want them to take a stab at a new Batman. I want there, them to do a great job with it. DC I love movies other than like 
the first two acts of Wonder Woman. Those were good movies. Wonder yeah. the first Wonder Woman was fantastic. The first two acts were. The then the, the big boss battle at the end was like meh. that was yeah. mad. The second one was and really they ruined mad. it by bringing all the characters together in such a shitty way. Yeah. Right. So they take good things and they just self sabotage them. That's the thing. The character Batman with Ben Affleck was a fantastic character, and I wanted to see great things out of it, but they ruined it. That's the same thing that's going to happen with this one until I see otherwise. So I just don't have any optimism anymore. The more that I see out of these, like the trailers and teasers that are coming out of this new movie, the less confidence that I have that it's going to be good. What if they had more allegories in them? If they nail it, that's I was that's being just I was being fine. very sarcastic. I know you're I being, being sarcastic, 100% but that's the thing. Facetious. But that that's what they nailed in Christian Bale's Batman is is the depth to the character, and they had a lot of time to 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 spend. But part of really the and then the payoff really they the really payoff was great because the, the movies in Batman were versus Superman was not great because they didn't try to do too much with the movies. There right. was never like two right. They never exactly. needed that scene where they had four villains all attacking right. on three incarnations exactly. of Exactly. They don't need to do the Marvel thing because they can't keep up with Marvel. They can't yeah. have 17 heroes in a movie. They they're just not good at it and they need to know that. Everybody's got to work within their limits. Hmm. But the limits are what the machines are using to put us within control. Mhm. It's been an hour yet. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one pisses Diaz off quite as much as Ian does. This is enjoyable. All right. Um, back to the Matrix. Should they do another one? No. Yes. They should have done this one. What do you think the next one's going to be about? I think the next one's going Fucking to be about. Neo wakes up from the Matrix again. And they put him back in. Just, it's like Groundhog's Day. Just keep doing the same I thing. I think over the and next one needs to be focusing on the machine world. I think that the Matrix component of it needs to be very, very small. I think it still needs to be there. But mm. I think really what we need to be looking at now is is the machine world because they sort of nodded to factions of machines. Some of them are working well with the humans. Some of them weren't. There's an energy crisis. There's limited resources and all that kind of stuff. But we haven't really gotten to see the machine world perspective yet. The closest that we got was the talking head at the end of three. What if, and hear me out, Terminator crossover? I'd be down. I don't want to see a crossover. I think it's too <laughs> John easy. Connor's born. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sarah Connor. Speaking of a franchise that has just been ridden to death. Yeah. Terminator. Is the Terminator franchise. But oh, yeah. True. That first movie is fantastic. Second movie is fantastic. Second Ma- movie is Ma- also Matrix fantastic. needs to end it. They need it. They just need to stop now. They really do. This this movie gives me a vote of no confidence in them putting out a decent was it, movie. Was that an intentional Star Wars reference? Yes. Okay. I mean, the only thing in Star Wars that I really like is like the Mandalorian. Lately, well, and just because they they shrank the scope until they got too big. But anyway, I still like the idea that um, that's yeah. Jar Jar Binks was a Sith. Yeah, it, I it, wish that it, was real. That, it's, that's one of those fun ones of like from the heyday of the internet of well, what if all Disney movies are evil? Yes, you know, <laughs> what if Scar's the good guy? There were a decent. Yeah. That that theory of any of the weird conspiracy theories in Star Wars actually had a lot of credence, but uh, Born out they just you. they're oh, just not acknowledging part. it. You know, <laughs> that, was, that was a wrong credence there. 
Born on a bayou. All right. Oh last my gosh. Qu- right, last if the next matrix, hold on. If the ne- next matrix starts off with Fortunate Son, I'm fucking in. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. I feel like if any movie has Fortunate Son in it, you've got me. Or I'm it's like, in. it's like a Give Me Shelter is like just the yes. most overused song and everything. Yeah. Um, what do you think about uh, Trinity being able to fly and all that stuff? Okay. Are you mad about it? That Neo is no. no longer the one, that now it's the two? Sounds kind of sexist if you are mad about it. No, I'm not mad about it at all. I think they could have done a little bit more to explain it, but I understand what they were doing with it. The Matrix yeah. has revolved around the two now, not just the one. But yeah, they're... I don't know that it's even just the two. I think that it's really... Oh, think I think the point that they're making is that it could be anybody. Mm. No, I think that it's No, more you have that. to be born with the magical blood. That was Did they check that their was necessary. <laughs> the thing was, is that was necessary in the original or in the previous Matrix. But this is a new Matrix with new rules. They've got a new architect. They've got a new Smith. Yeah. There. So it is entirely possible that it could oh, be anybody. The new Smith, I just did not work for me. Yeah. Also, well, the Merovingian showing up and them having a Ninja Turtles fight. Okay, that's that's that my other thing with this movie is all the action didn't do it for me i was bored the entire time of like all it was just a dumb action movie the first one had some of the with a best... horrible plot i i can forgive horrible plots in movies we we've talked about how much i love the fast and the furious movies if there's good yeah. action scenes i enjoy them if it's just over the top schlock i don't there's a difference between well, fast think... five and fast nine i just I, yeah to me four. i think you've got to pick a priority like I'm saying, you got to work within your within your limits. If the movie is about action and that is the main focus, then that's fine. I can let some plot things know, but slide like if, I, if fighting, I'm having fun. All the but, fighting felt like a Power Ranger scenes. Well, but I, so this is what. It, so you can either focus on that or you can focus on the story. And I think no, they focus you can on focus the on both. There's no or. It's you can get you, you can do you both. Can, the first yeah, one did both. It's, yeah, you. It's been done, Ian. Like it, it's been documented. John Wick does both actually fairly well. You know what this movie? You well, know what the problem yes, was, but it's also not a very complex. The story problem line. was Keanu Reeves slipped into Ted a few times during this movie to too. That's what I'm saying complex. though. This one is a complex storyline, unnecessarily. No, so I think what's happening is is you're let down by the story. Okay, okay. You're no, hoping no, no. that the action right, can listen. hold it up for you. And I'm it's not down by both. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Really quick, this story is honestly like someone wrote a story trying to be complex. Like their their intention it's was trying to make it complex. That's what they do. They, they try to overly now. complex what they do. This is but like every is, movie yeah. they've done has been just too complex. And if someone would just be like, look, will you just chill with what you're it's, trying to... Like- it's not even too complex. It's honestly like this. the storyline of this movie was, let's make it as complex as possible. Like that was the storyline. Or, like, or let's try to seem smart. It, it's really like one of those times where people are like trying to seem smarter yes, than they are. You, they made that bet already. They had you don't, to. No, they didn't. They did not. Nothing in this story had to be done. They chose for it to be done this and, way. And then made fun of the fact that they chose to do it. There's that side too. Though all the fourth wall, like tongue in cheek, we're making fun of ourselves stuff was like, to me, oh yeah, we were in on the joke that this is all cheesy, but really it's. No, you still tried to That's be like serious. That's like the guy that tells a rude it. joke. It's like, yeah, I know I'm an asshole. It's like, you, you, no, yeah. I don't, uh, I'm just kidding, man. I wasn't even kidding. given that no. impression. I, I, I wasn't was. given the impression that they're in on the joke. Yeah. 
by oh, that. Oh, there, there was... I don't think that they were trying to was, admit flaws in their original movies. Oh, yeah, they were. They were, they were trying to make fun of reboots and the concept. Of, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're making fun of... Like, yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely meta. I think a lot of that dialogue happened almost line for line based on the conversations that were going on in the writing room. And it was a, a fun, tongue-in-cheek, meta thing for them to have tossed in the movie. That's not necessarily an in-on-the-joke, our previous movies kind of sucked, and we're aware of it. Mm. I think those are two different things. All right. I think so, it was cool that they're like, yes, we're doing a reboot. Everybody's doing reboots. How do we do this in a way that now, does credit? Now like, that that's we've totally I'm, I'm just saying Bill and Ted 3 was a better reboot than this was. Amen. I've not seen any of those yet. We should watch it. Was, it, was, it, was, it was probably, it was a lot better storyline too. It was really just one character in Bill and Ted 3 that really made it for me, but yeah. What I meant, it's though, when I said that they made, their, they made that bet is that they set the expectation that, that this would be a complex story based on the original three movies. If no, all of a sudden they delivered they a movie that was just an action movie with no depth to it, it wouldn't be true to the original DNA. Okay, all right, here, okay here's, I think here's my point. Is I'm trying to find a, a good like analogy or something. Like, would you want to do something well? And it's not as complex. Like, imagine, imagine, okay, say you're in the Olympic gymnastic team. Would you rather do something within your reach and land it or do an overly complex thing, you know, or routine and have a bunch of misses in it? I would rather have you done something a little less complex, but solid and land and you got to stick the landing but i see doing what something more for complex the most part, than anyone else can do generally is why i would agree. was the goat at what she did generally i would agree but the thing is is no they took they, these same risks in the original in the original movies they're not doing anything different than what they did originally it's just that you liked the originals no it's that's that, the big the difference here story fucking sucked that's my that's my gripe regardless of whether the story sucked or not they're taking the same risks that they did before they Uh, haven't changed uh, whether they delivered uh, or not is a different story but i think that they still operated within the bounds that were already set in front of them it needed to be a complicated movie they needed to do something twisted with the story there wasn't anything super twisted with this story there could have been there could have been. It wasn't as it well, wasn't the, that the twisted. The story was keeping you guessing as to whether he was actually in the Matrix or whether it was real life. See, I actually that That's part I twist. really enjoyed. And like once, yeah, once they, I think they should have still had his like brain doubting itself once he was in the real world or stuff like that. There's yeah. things they could have done of like making him fragile. Imagine, yeah, okay, imagine, imagine if he was walking in the real world and like he had like a flash of something in the matrix or something like th- there could have been something like you said that, that kept the doubt there. But like the there whole thing is though, of that barely. But like the whole thing is, is that you don't I don't want to. He's spend... also medicated and stopped his medication. He kept taking the blue pill, guys. So, you yeah, know, it just it wasn't it wasn't. There was a whole lot. The whole the new Smith Morpheus stuff like that well, was just the Morpheus thing was a little mm-hmm. weird. But the Smith thing, if you think about it, Smith never actually had a physical form. He can look however no, I he understand. wants to look. So that but, part, well, he, he downloaded himself uh, into that one dude's brain. 
Yeah, he did yeah. that once, but that was one of his iterations, and they there were still millions of well, copies and, of him in the Matrix. They had to and, go back and in. So and, Smith is and just battle. like running around wild in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, Why he was he was he, freed. That was sort they, of established. They, they just missed the entire in, boat in with Smith in the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that was sort of one of those loose ends that was never quite tied up in the originals. But they established that he was oh, freed. Was, he was set free. He took his earpiece out. He was no longer tied to the Matrix in the same way that the other agents were. He became a lot like Neo and ended up being sort of Neo's negative. Yeah, that worked in the first three. This one, it didn't. Yeah. Well, but. Just, oh, he's supposed to be your foil, so he's going to be your creative But again, partner I think that's part at. of a bigger thing that was left on the table or a bigger thing that was or, not or, explained, which again, is that the Matrix is a opportunity. Yes. Listen, I I don't think that it's a perfect movie at all. I just disagree with a lot of the, um, I think, a lot of the things that you guys are saying about it. The thing is, is I don't think that it's a perfect movie, and I think it leaves a lot on the table. They've got a lot of explaining to do. And a it's lot not of even areas. a lot on the table. It was it, ha- it has to do with a lot of the, the story just was not good. It wasn't really good. I, just, was, I like where their heads are at. I just think we need a lot more information about certain things. But one of those things is, okay, so there's a new Matrix. It had to have been created by a new guy, right? Or whatever, however this works, there's a new Matrix. The motivations are still there. The humans had already reached this sort of, um, what's the, like, stalemate? Or there's, there's like, an a, a agreement of cooperation or whatever at the end of the third one, right? Not changed, obviously, somehow, between then and now. So there's a new matrix that works fundamentally completely different from the originals. They found out that the, the original way of doing things didn't work. They had to build a new one with new parameters, which can completely explain anyone, not just Trinity and Neo, being able to have the abilities that they do once their minds are unlocked to a certain extent. If there's new parameters in this new matrix, all this kind of stuff can oh, be explained it, by all of these things. You can it, explain a new you know, Smith still being there. Weren't all these parts of part of the original thing? Like once your mind's unlocked, now you can jump between buildings. Now you can do all these kind of things. And just yes. Neo was just the one who could go further beyond any yes, of that. But the explanation Neo, Neo, for Neo could being actually able manipulate the that. matrix. See, they couldn't really manipulate the matrix. They could just defy. They could bend parameters a little right. bit. Neo still but had Neo, abilities that no one else did because yeah, he Neo was created by. He okay. was created by the machines. All, all I want to say, and I, I think we should wrap up the conversation with this. Please. There is no spoon. All good. right. So that now that we've really all good. been here talking about it, let's reevaluate our scoring. Um, out of 10, what do you guys give it? Was I at a five before? Yes. I'm still at about a five. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm at a six. 1.3. I've gotten down. Thanks, Ian. All right, guys, for the effects loop, uh, w- next week we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming, I believe. Hopefully, possibly, um, without Ian. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ian. Ian I knows tried to I fart, love him. but I didn't have the any part, in the tank. The, the, best, the best part is because Ian knows that I love him and that I'm not really upset with him. But I do. Scott was the one who was stubborn. actually hitting me. Oh my gosh. I never hit you. Ian, if you I did not hit him. I did not. I did not. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about that movie next. Oh episode. hi, Mark. Oh my gosh. Yes, let's <laughs> yeah. do the room next week. Hey Fucking Ian, can you 10 just, out of 10. can you grab that bar of soap and that empty pillowcase for a second? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing like a bag of sweet Valencia oranges. In the sack. Shows him who's Boston. Doesn't leave him up. <laughs>
shit. Thanks, Bing Crosby. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, for the effects, Sleep on Diaz. I'm Ian. I'm Scott. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my gosh. I don't even want to put this out. <laughs> Should we do Ian it over again? Oh my gosh. What if at the end of the episode, we just have a picture of Ian and Sarah McLaughlin comes on. Maybe we can use Phil's cover. For just $5 a month, you can support this podcast where they don't have to bring Ian on anymore. <laughs> they don't have to hit him. With the you can support all the soap that Scott needs to keep up with Ian's attitude. <laughs>